This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. What's up, homies? get it because we're all at home this is this is what i've now determined is the new uh coronavirus convo cast greeting because we're all at home so what's up homies my name is tom and i'm the co-founder editor of your other brothers and we're a community navigating faith homosexuality nap masculinity sorry and coronavirus together gosh it sounds like you haven't said this many times before <laughs> you would think you would think i'd have this <laughs> down by now but you'd be surprised how many times i bumble my words still yeah this um, is like our 12th take <laughs> no joke That's um, a lie. in case you in case you all couldn't tell that is the voice the sweet voice of our long lost brother ryan what's up ryan hey everyone it's been ryan, a while where have you been <laughs> I've been uh, I've been just tossing the recordings of my voice that I've produced into a black hole of technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the spoiler alert. I mentioned last week that we had some technical difficulties. We actually recorded a podcast with Ryan that will never see the light of day. But that's why we're here today to recycle the magic that was whatever mm-hmm. episode number that would have been. So Ryan, I'm glad you're here today. And so far, it sounds like we're off to a better start than last time. Thanks. Good. Yeah. Glad to glad to be here again. This is going to be like the time where you like tell a story to someone on the phone and then like 75% of the way through the story, you realize <laughs> the call dropped. Oh my gosh. And you call them back and you have to tell the story again. And it's like, yeah, I just, I went and did a thing and it was, it was all right. No, anyway, that's, that's the story. When, <laughs> yeah, it's when you, when you call back and ask them, so how much did you hear? And they respond, it was like literally the first word of the story. And then there's like the rest <laughs> of the story went unheard yeah. and you have to basically start the whole thing over. Yeah. That's uh-huh. basically what this podcast is. So I hope that our beautiful listeners enjoy, enjoy what we've cooked up here today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, Ryan, we've been making the rounds, connecting with with everybody in the Yob community and just seeing how everyone's mm-hmm. doing in this era of coronavirus. And we recorded a podcast. It was our last Yobcast before we went on this little break. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about fear. And, and so coronavirus was a big part of that. But that was the last time we've heard from you. So I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners are just absolutely curious. How, how have you been the last, I guess, month or so since, we last, since they last heard from you? I've been hanging in there. That's uh, that's the answer I've been giving everyone. Uh, it's a tricky question to answer. Um, you know, I've been reflecting on how it feels like my life has been deconstructed in a lot of ways over the past few weeks. Just had a lot of things subtracted from my life or put on hold, and you know, kind of like kind of like you've been talking about with different people on this podcast, Tom. Like, I want to be reflective and meditative upon you know, how can I use this time to reconstruct uh, my life in, in an intentional way to, um, to, yeah, to leverage, to leverage what I've, the break I've had to build something a little better. You know, I heard a quote the other day, um, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And so I've just been trying to figure out what is it, what does it mean to not waste um, the opportunities that pre- present themselves during this time. Yeah, absolutely. I think hanging in there, that's a good response because I've always been 
I've always hated the question, how are you? And the automatic response of, oh, I'm good or I'm fine. Like that's mm-hmm. my least favorite thing about human humanity, basically. So if people can be honest and say, I'm hanging in there or mm-hmm. I'm not, or I'm struggling, or, you know, I hope that it's a time that we can actually for real check in with each other because who's going to respond? I'm doing great. I mean, maybe there are people out there right now that are doing great. I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take that away from you, but I feel like by and large, most of us are hanging in there and that's a good response. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, if I'm not doing great, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to just, just plain straight up say I'm doing awful unless it's a certain person, certain situation. We have like an hour to talk, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do the hit and run like, oh, I'm doing awful, but I know you didn't, you know, call me to to hear all that. So, you know, so hanging in there is a nice little, it's, it's honest, but, uh, but also it can go, it can go either way. It can just stay in the small talk zone or it can, or it yeah. can go deeper. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that response. Well, one way I know for sure, I was trying to remember what we talked about last time, Ryan. And I know for sure one one thing we've added, you were talking about sub- subtraction and addition. And mm-hmm. one thing I know we talked about last time was the addition of some cooking yes. skills or just creativity in the kitchen. So I think uh-huh. I have an update on my end that I didn't have last time. So, but first okay. I wanted to hear from Sweet. your end. Yeah. Um, I remember you, <laughs> I remember last time, this is like the lost episode. So I remember last time when the listeners didn't hear it, you were talking about yogurt, uh-huh. making your own yogurt. Yeah. So do you want to tell the listeners about that or any yes. other creations you've made in the kitchen? Um, yogurt. I got an instant pot at the beginning of this season. And, uh, and one thing it allows you to do is make yogurt. And so I've made two batches of yogurt now and I've really been loving it. Like I'm a huge yogurt fan. I've been, I eat yogurt these days, like most mornings as part of my breakfast. And yeah, it's like surprisingly easy. The ingredients to yogurt are milk and a little bit of pre-existing yogurt. And, uh, and you, so you need like, yogurt to make yogurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, I don't, yeah. The original yogurt, I don't know where it came from, but, um, wow, it's like the chicken yeah. or the egg. How did it get there? Right. Um, so you just have milk and a little bit of yogurt and it turns the little bit of yogurt turns the milk into a lot of yogurt. And then you have a lot of yogurt. And so then you just save a dollop of that for the next batch and then you can yep. make it all over again. Wow. Yeah. That's, just, that's not the circle of life. I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It feels great. Yeah. Next time I come visit, you definitely need to serve me up some of that, some of that homemade yogurt. I'm all about Ooh, that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've also made beef bourguignon, which is like beef stew, but French it up a little bit. And that was, that was good. I've run out of that. And then, not using the instant pot, I've made bread and I am planning on trying my hand at focaccia tomorrow. No, no, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Um, wow. Because I love focaccia a lot. What is that? Uh, and so I figure I should try to make it. It's a type of bread. It's oh, like, nice. it's like a really oily <laughs> junk foodie kind of Italian bread. Yum. <laughs> it's like, do you know, um, macaroni grill. Uh-huh. It's the really oily bread that they bring you. Okay. Okay. At the table. Yeah. It's got that sounds scrumptious. Like salt and olive oil all over it. It's so delicious. Very nice. Well, circling back to yogurt, something that I made the other day, I was skeptical, but 
very pleased with how it turned out. So I went to went to Trader Joe's and I don't know if I, we talked about this on our, our, our podcast or where I've mentioned it. It's all running together now. All the days, all the podcasts, they all run together. Mm-hmm. But I love the new Trader Joe's experience because it's 50 at a time. And so I wait in the little line and then I go in mm-hmm. and it's the most pleasant experience I've ever had in Trader Joe's these last few times going shopping there. It's yeah. Beautiful. Love it. I hope it sticks <laughs> moving uh-huh. past the pandemic. But um. But anyway, I got, so I got a bunch of produce. I got baby potatoes. I got carrots. I got um, some chicken breasts. And so what I made for dinner the other day was, you know, standard chicken breast with some seasoning. And so that was pretty basic. I had some, actually a big shout out to a yobber because a yobber over Christmas sent me an amazing gift bag. Hopefully he's listening to this. Um, he sent me an amazing gift bag of candy and chocolate and all sorts of things, but also a big jar of barbecue sauce and really good barbecue sauce. And so I slathered that over the the grilled chicken that I made. And so that was good in and of itself. Mm. But what I did with the baby potatoes and the carrots, I was like, what can I do with these? Like, I want to just, you know, spice it up in some way. And so I just did a quick little search on the internet for a recipe. And I found something that was like sweet and savory, basically putting honey. So putting lining, lining all the vegetables or gourds or whatever classifications they are, placing them on a baking sheet, putting it in the oven, but then sprinkling honey over or drizzling honey over all of it. Mm. And then also spicing it up with like salt and pepper and a little bit of cayenne pepper. And so mm. having a little bit of the, the spicy and the sweet, but then the thing I was skeptical about, and I had no idea how it would turn out was at the very end, a garnish for these roasted potatoes and carrots was honey yogurt and putting honey yogurt drizzling oh, that over the veg okay. over the carrots and the potatoes and it was sublime it was so good i'm sure mm-hmm. i was biased because i created it myself and so i'm sure there's a mm-hmm. little bit of pride eking through but honestly like if you had told me before that that because i eat yogurt every morning and i can't imagine ever waking up in the morning and just sticking a carrot in my yogurt to mm-hmm. eat that sounds awful mm-hmm. like what but when it's like properly roasted and then it's like all those competing flavors happening mm-hmm. with the chicken like it was amazing i i was so proud of myself and i have this pandemic to thank for that because i don't know necessarily mm-hmm. that i would have taken the time to do that i'm trying to be more intentional in the kitchen but but yeah. i definitely have way more excuses to do that now so um so yeah y'all should try if y'all anyone's listening wants to get experimental with some carrots and potatoes try it try that out you can do a quick great find a few recipes about it but i i was quite pleased with that I have a bag of carrots in the fridge with nothing, no plans attached to them. Ooh. And I have nothing to eat for dinner tonight. And I have yogurt. So <laughs> you do. Yeah. So it sounds like it, right? I may be trying that out. You should try it. Yeah. I, I highly recommend the, the yogurt carrots. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds so weird, but trust me all it was, it was great. It was so good. Um, so that was that I know for sure we riffed on, uh, on cooking last time for sure. And of course, because mm-hmm. it's you and me, Ryan, we have to talk about CrossFit. Of course, yeah. How it is, was only a matter of time. <laughs> how is CrossFit going? How is staying in shape, staying active? How's that been going since the I've been feeling pretty good about it. Um, you know, like so I started working out with the noon class over Zoom. And um, and usually it's just me in the class. So it's just me with uh in a Zoom call with my coach. And for the most of the day leading up to noon, for, so the morning, so the whole morning, like working out is always the last thing I want to do. It's just like, I, I just, 
I just want to think of any excuse I can think of that I myself will buy so that I can like cancel uh, my plan yeah. to work out. Um, and then, which didn't usually happen like when I was actually going into the gym, like sometimes I'd look forward to going in, but now I don't ever. Uh, but, but then every time after I work out, I'm like, man, I needed that so bad. Um, so I think it's been really helpful for me, even though, you know, for half of every day, it's like the last thing I want to do. I just have to kind of tackle that mental hurdle every yeah. day. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, one of the reasons I joined CrossFit is that it's incredibly hard for me to self-motivate. Like mm -hmm. I guess if worst came to worst, I could force myself to do some sort of workout, but I never had any like upbringing or training with knowing weights and, and different like proper warmups and cool downs and, and mm -hmm. proper ways to work this muscle versus that muscle and, and varying it day to day. So like, I have no knowledge of all of that. I'm gradually learning that through CrossFit, but, but that was one of the reasons why I joined CrossFit was to like force myself to be motivated. I'm paying for this. So it's going to, mm -hmm. that's going to be like this extra mental motivation for, to force me to go to the mm -hmm. gym and, and to have that community environment. It really is helpful for me, um, to not feel like I'm just like doing this by myself. Is this doing anything to have that like steady flow of encouragement or, or correction if my form isn't correct. Um, mm -hmm. and so doing it at home is such a, it's been a weird transition to have to self-motivate again because um, cause my CrossFit gym, I'm sure you're, well, yours is doing zoom. I don't know if your coaches are putting workouts on YouTube or anything, but that's what mine's doing. And mm -hmm. so like, I basically fire up the YouTube workout and do that a couple times a week. And, and surprisingly, like, I'm actually surprised at myself <laughs> that I've followed mm -hmm. through, um, with the usual pattern. Usually every other day is what I, is what I go with. So, um, so that's been incredibly good for me, not only physically, but mentally. Um, mm -hmm. cause I think, um, all, when all the days run together and everything just kind of feels the same, whenever you can get outside or introduce any kind of diversity to the schedule, to the day, mm -hmm. um, that's been incredibly healthy for me mentally. So, um, so definitely hope to continue that. It's been, it's been interesting though, just like <laughs> using a broom handle to do like good mornings and, and pass throughs or like using yeah. a water bottle as a weight to like, uh -huh. cause I don't have any weights. And so it's like, using home appliances and supplies, whatever's around mm -hmm. to, to kind of, to make the workout work. So it's been interesting. Yeah. So what is your favorite body weight workout and what is your least favorite body weight workout? Oh, sorry, body weight movement. And what's your least favorite body weight movement? Um, okay. So this is incredibly controversial. I kind of love burpees. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Tell me why. But I love them because they are so, they're so simple and they accomplish so much. Like, okay. can you, you describe know? a burpee in case anyone listening? Yeah. yeah. So a burpee is. is you're standing up and then you basically hit the floor to do a push up and you push yourself back up and you do a jump and you put your hands over your head to kind of complete that, uh, that cycle. So, so it's basically, yeah, a combination of jumping push up, um, so it's just like incredibly when you do a few of them in a row, like you feel it, you feel it really quickly. And so, no, they're not fun to experience, but I think when I look at bang for my buck, when I look at all the workouts that I've done the last few weeks, there have been a good, good number of burpees thrown in there. And, uh, I definitely, I feel like I get my money's worth when I do a set of 20 burpees or like 50 the other day or something that I did. It was insane. Like mm -hmm. you definitely feel, you feel the effects of those, of those movements. So, um, 
so yeah, it's like a it's like a masochistic love for it. But that's how that's how my love works. I have masochistic. <laughs> love, so. My love that's language is pain. I love pain. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not painful, why even? You know. So, <laughs> our least favorite. Um, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Anything like ab related, I like theoretically they should be easy for me, but I I don't know. Like I. I always just have like, even today, like today actually was an ab workout day and mm-hmm. it was just incredible. That's like the hardest for me to self-motivate when it's all core, mm. all ab. Cause it just hurts so much. And I know it's good. It's like good stuff, but I don't know. I have way more of an appreciation for the burpee for some reason than for anything, any kind of sit up, any kind of, um, crunch, any kind of anything with the abdominal muscles. So, mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think my least favorite might be burpees. Um, nice. possibly for all the reasons that it's your favorite. <laughs> right. Makes total sense. I get it. Um, it's, there's a tie, I think between that and pushups, just like in CrossFit, you just don't do, you, you, you do pushups often enough that you feel the lack of any training in them. Like if you're not great at pushups, if you're not like strong to pushups, then you're going to wish you were. But then you also, at least in my gym, we don't do pushups often enough that you just get good on at them on your own. So, or without any extra work. And so like, if you want to do CrossFit competitively, at least like based out of my gym, you have to do like pushup work, uh, in your free time too, which I'm not going to do. So, (laughs) right. (laughs) And and like, I feel like I just run out of pushup stamina so fast. Like I used to, a few years ago, I did like a little push-up pull-up program and I would do like 50, 60 push-ups and pull-ups each one uh, over the course of the day. And so I felt like I had pretty good stamina then. But these days, like I just do like 10 and I'm just like, Ugh, I'm like done. <laughs> you feel it, yeah. I just can't do it anymore. So what's your favorite then? What have, My what, favorite what do you like? Um, could be, uh, do you know Cossack squats? Yes. The ones where you like lean to the side a little bit. Yeah. So you spread your feet out, uh, pretty far apart and yeah, it's like you, a wide squat. Yeah. It's like a wide squat and you squat down on one side. So like directly down onto either your left foot or your right foot while keeping your other leg, uh, extended straight outward. And so, um, and so you sort of like alternate between sides squatting down, while stretching the other leg out and then, you know, you go back up and squat down on the other side and stretch the other leg back up. I just think those feel, they feel really good. Yeah. Um, and like, I, love I, have, I have pretty good ankle mobility so I can get down there pretty far and everyone's yeah. very impressed. I mean, honestly, this is like probably super common sense, obvious, but you can do so much with no weights. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane how much I've felt like not quite like a legit CrossFit workout if I would have gone into the gym, but there've been plenty of workouts I've had in the last month that I've been breathing pretty hard and I definitely feel it the next morning. I'm like, okay, that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting that, that, uh, that we can do so much with our bodies just by, mm-hmm. by moving them the right way with no weights involved yeah. whatsoever. So yeah, that's been, that's been fun. Um, well, Ryan here in our last minutes, I just wanted to ask, or I wanted to wish you rather a belated happy Easter. Thank you. You too. Was your Easter special in any way or sad or lonely or what, uh, what, what was your oh, Easter like before we the go? The special part of my Easter is I cooked duck and had oh that gosh. as a fancy really? lunch. Yeah. 
um, my housemate and I decided we wanted to cook cook a little fancy Easter luncheon. So That's I awesome. made duck and he made some other stuff. Um, Going back to cooking talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more cooking talk. Yeah. So I we'll finished all the duck. And then we'll, no. Yeah, yeah. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you cooked a duck for Easter. That Well, that not awesome. a whole duck. I wanted to cook a whole duck, but I could only find duck breasts. Duck breasts. So, yeah. It's a great band name. The duck breast. <laughs> quack, quack. Okay. What's up, Raleigh? <laughs> Did your, um, oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. We're out of time, but something that we definitely mentioned last time was that your dear pastor, Matt, Oh yeah. during this quarantine, we've all been so creative, like whether it's with cooking, whether it's with writing projects, new podcasts that have popped up. Well, your dear friend, pastor Matt, friend of the show, came on mm-hmm. our podcast. I think it was episode 46 or so. Um, we did a topic on church inclusion and y'all were talking about your ministry and your relationship a little bit. Um, he is the voice otherwise known as weird Jesus, as I call him. He did these mm-hmm. videos. He's hilarious. I think they're hilarious. Well, you think they're hilarious too. They're, they're objectively hysterical. <laughs> they're objectively hysterical. He did these Jesus videos um, live. He voiced them live on YouTube a couple weeks ago. And Ryan, it changed my life. I know friend, also fellow Yabber, fellow Yab author, Dean, he was all into this too. He, mm-hmm. I'll have to talk about that with him next time he comes on the show. But, um, but I'll put a link to it in the episode because I, I was just in awe. It was the first time he's ever done this, like put his face and voice out there together to voice these four skits. Mm-hmm scenes that he wrote like mm-hmm. a decade and a half ago, like so long ago, he finally brought them out, brought them out of the time capsule, recorded them live for YouTube. And it was, it was amazing. If anyone found those vintage Jesus videos hilarious, then I hope you'll enjoy the the live recordings of them. Mm-hmm. And he was like answering audience questions and he read a little bit of hate mail that he got also. It was, <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. I had a couple of questions posted, get answered. So that was really cool. That was very affirming. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, y'all check that out. I'll, I'll definitely link it in this episode. And if you missed it, I don't know how you did if you missed it, but I'll, I'll make sure you guys can get to get to watch this. So, so yeah. it was a grand, grand old time. Glad Pastor Matt has, has served the world well during this quarantine. <laughs> As we're all trying to do, right? We're all hanging in there and we're mm-hmm. all doing our best to give back to the world. All right, Ryan. Well, that'll do it. Thanks for coming back to redo this. Sure, yeah. It. Thanks for having me. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this episode goes through. Um, if y'all are interested in learning more about Your Other Brothers, if you don't know what that is, if this is maybe your first episode, go to yourotherbrothers.com and uh, you can follow us on all the socials at Your Other Bros. And remember... As always, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. I love that so much. It's very <laughs> clever, Tom. So y'all stay home, but <laughs> stay connected. And Ryan, we'll definitely have to talk again soon. And maybe Ryan, the Yobcast will be back sooner than later. We'll have to see. All right. Well, put I'll something on my calendar. <laughs> see you I there. Hope, hopefully you got an empty schedule for the next few weeks. <laughs> More than usual. All right, brother. See you later. Bye.